Vegas Nation podcasts are sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. What's good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Vegas Nation First and Ten, uh, your weekly go-to for Raider news and analysis and talk uh, and collaboration and all that good stuff. Before we bring in our great co-host, Sam Gordon, just want to let you know that Vegas Nation podcasts, including First and Ten, uh, are sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. Sam Gordon, uh, have you come off the uh, the roller coaster ride uh, that was the Super Bowl uh, on Sunday? I got to admit, you know, having grown up and seen a lot of boring Super Bowls, I have to, you know, the Super Bowl is starting to come back around in terms of just general excitement. Last year uh, came down to a last second play, uh, you know, with yeah. the Rams against the Cincinnati Bengals, and then on Sunday, uh, I, I just felt like that was a fabulous football game. With you, one hundred percent, Vinny. I think clearly. The two best teams. I mean, they were the two best teams all year. Both went 14 and three. That kind of graphic that was making his rounds, right? Anywhere where all the similarities between the two teams, same points scored, like all, all pros, et cetera, et cetera. First team, all pro quarterback, second team, all pro quarterback. Like these were the two best teams. And it was a fantastic game. It was a, it was an outstanding game. Um, I think, uh, you know, the right team won at, at the end of the day. The Chiefs made both offenses were, I thought, phenomenal. Um, when the Chiefs were out there anyways. We know Philadelphia dominated, dominated the time of the possession. But the difference to me, Vinny, was that the Chiefs made – their defense made a play uh, in the, the the strip, you know, fumble recovery, uh, and Philadelphia's defense didn't. And that was a surprise for me. I thought given how good that Philadelphia defense had been all season long, we were going to see a little bit more of a pass rush, uh, maybe put Patrick Mahomes in, the, in, in some predicaments where he – where maybe you, you, they didn't even sack him, any, much less force – uh, a questionable decision that they didn't do that at all. And and he was a smooth operator back there in the pocket. We can talk about the, the call at the end of the game. Uh, all we want to, the bottom line was that it was a hold. Uh, Definitely. Could it have gone on call? Have we seen uh, more egregious holds go on called? Yeah, we absolutely have. But at the same time, the ref was, was right there. It was clearly a hold. Bradbury admitted as much. And the, the Eagles didn't lose that game because that particular call, they lost that game because their defense didn't make a single play. So it was an unbelievable game. I thought Jalen Hurts, Vinny, uh, and, and, you know, it played as well as you pretty much possibly can in a losing effort. Uh, and and if, you, if he would have been awarded the Super Bowl MVP, I wouldn't have complained about it. But uh, this this Chiefs thing is going to – I mean, Patrick Mahomes is 27 years old. Andy Reid doesn't seem to be slowing down, and this thing has a lot of staying power or so it would seem. Uh, the NFL, it, you never know year to year, but this thing's been sustained for the last five years and it doesn't seem like it's been slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, and uh, really the Chiefs ought to be congratulated for uh, being able to maintain, uh, even in spite of the fact that the NFL makes it really hard to maintain. Uh, and, you know, really, when you think about it, uh, all the rules uh, in, in the NFL in terms of team building is really, um, it leans more toward parity than it is to build dynasties right they they, they make every role if it, if you're you know the, the the 
last place team gets the first draft pick. Uh, the last place team, um, you know, in the current standings, always gets rewarded uh, the first spot in terms of the waiver wire. Uh, there's a lot of you know ways that they try to uh, you know w- when you're in when you're in last place, the next season you play a lot, you play a schedule of, against mo- a lot of last place teams, which makes it a little bit easier for you maybe to win games and get it turned around. And I get why the NFL does that. The salary cap, you know, you can't really. Uh, yeah, you could keep some of your your best players, but generally speaking, you're not going to be able to keep all of them if you're drafting well. Eventually, you're going to have to say goodbye uh, to some of your good players. So, uh, money wise, every on every level, the NFL is trying to create parity. And you look at the Kansas City Chiefs that just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it, and always are, are there. And uh, one example being, you know, when you look at their their roster this year the one that won the Super Bowl, there's only eight players that were on the roster for this year's team that was on the roster that beat the San Francisco 49ers uh, to win the Super Bowl just a few years ago, man. Uh, Right? So you think about that for a second. Only three players remain from that team. That's good drafting. That's good decision-making. And obviously, it's great Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, those are two of the players that, that that stayed around and obviously Andy Reid. And so my hat's off to the Kansas City Chiefs. I know that rubs, you know, Raider Nation the wrong way, as it should. Um, but but those are the facts of the matter. And it really does point um, home how important decision making is. And I think that's what the Raiders and Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels uh, are trying to get right or trying to make right uh, for, for the Raiders organization. And frankly, what they have to get right, there's not going to be any chance to ever truly chase down uh, the Kansas city chiefs or any of the great organizations uh, in the NFL, if they don't get back to making really good decisions um, and, 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 there's no uh, there's no shortcut to this, especially in football, man, where it's a 53 man game, uh, you know, on, on game day, 47 players on, on game day. Uh, and, and, and really, it's 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 the, the great organizations are able to get it done. And that's, you know, I knowing talking to Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, that's what they want to become. Are they there? Absolutely not. But that's what they want to. That's what they're striving for. No question, Vinny. And and it it's just, I mean. This, I think this kind of seeing what Kansas City's done, right? It's it's they're the class of the NFL. They have been the last five years. If you take a look at their success, and when you take a look at what the Raiders are doing now, look, they they had their first season on, under the with the new regime. Now you're in a situation where you have a full complement of draft capital, right? The cut of Derek, the release of Derek Carr made official this week. So now you have an idea of how much salary cap space you have. You know you need to have, and now you have a better idea of how how to build this thing out. And, and what the the needs are, and it, it it is about drafting well. It's about finding value in the late rounds. It's about finding value in undrafted free agency. It's about hitting at the top of the draft and and, and finding guys that can come in uh, and play right away. It's about making intelligent trades, right? Like the, like the Chiefs did for Orlando Brown, the, the 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 offensive tackle that now was part of a that was part of an offensive line that didn't let Patrick Mahomes get sacked not one time. So it's about making intelligent trades and and and, and building out some depth. And so the, the Chiefs again, the, the fact that they been able to retool like you said Pat, none of this is possible without Patrick Mahomes' greatness per se but you have to you have to make sure that things are functioning around him and, and maybe if, if it's not one of the quote-unquote more talented supporting like I, who, who's to say right that's I think that's all subjective Mahomes through 40 touchdowns and that offense didn't have any trouble moving the ball whatsoever uh, on Sunday but to your point, a lot of rookies contributing, uh, guys that were injured. You know, there were injuries to this team. They're not exempt from that. Like every other NFL team, guys went in there 
uh, and stepped up. And, and now the Raiders uh, have, a, have a lot of cap space. They have a lot of draft picks. And now they have an opportunity to, to retool a roster that wasn't good enough in, in 2022. That's no secret. Uh, now that now with, with 2022 in the rearview mirror, how do they go about building this thing out and doing what the, the, the good teams, the Kansas Cities, the San Franciscos, the Buffaloes of the world have done? Build a deep, talented roster uh, that gives you a chance to compete uh, at a high level week in and week out. Yeah. And um, and and. It's just it's it's what direction uh, they they go in that that is really really fascinating and you know you look at the Philadelphia Eagles I mean their quarterback was taken in the second round right and not mm-hmm. a lot of people were you know predicting greatness uh, for, for Jalen Hurts uh, but obviously the the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, just a mastermind uh, decision to to draft him when they still had Carson Wentz on the roster, by the way. Um, but but in and around that, what they were doing in terms of building the roster out. So when this when this you know young quarterback got his chance, mm-hmm. and, and while there were some growing pains along the way. Um, even you know initially when when he's when he started out, I think I remember when the the Raiders beat them uh, here at Allegiant Stadium midway through the season, and they were they weren't good at all, and then they yep. reeled off a bunch of straight wins, and we're talking about in the twenty twenty one season. But the, the the point being is that um, you know what they were doing was building a good roster around their young quarterback, giving their young quarterback uh, a lot of help, you know, defensively on the offensive line, um, you know, bringing in guys like AJ Brown as a, as a weapon, and and you know, fixing the defense. And it just shows you that, um, you know, the way they went about doing it, where they didn't go out and trade for a high priced veteran, they didn't go sign a high priced veteran quarterback. You know, they, they, they went young, um, and, and took some lumps along the way, but it all worked out, uh, as they were able to, to really rebuild the deep, the, the team itself, um, you know, not having to pay the quarterback a whole lot of money. And I, and I, and I do wonder if that's something, um, you know, really that the, uh, that the, that the, that the, that the Raiders are looking at. Uh, and, and I always use the San Francisco 49ers, uh, as well, because you think about that, who did they really have at quarterback there when, you know, when, when, when Kyle Shanahan, uh, came aboard, Colin Kaepernick was on his way out. I think he, um, you know, maybe it was the year before where he was out or maybe that, that off season, right. They, he gets there in 2016, um, you know, they didn't really. They they ended up trading for Jimmy G at some point. Um, I think it, I think it might have been during the 2026, 2016 season, uh, or somewhere along along. I think that's what it was actually. Uh, uh, early, uh, first half of twenty seventeen season. Okay, there you go. Yep. And so they were, um, you know, kind of figuring it out, but really investing everywhere else uh, until they brought in the quarterback, and then they continue. And then he was really. I mean, well, what do we really know about Jimmy G at that point? You know, um, he was he was a backup in New England. So there was any no guarantees that he was going to be successful. But lo and behold, along the way, they just kept adding to the to the roster and adding to the roster and getting better and adding to the roster. And I wonder if that's a page, um, you know, that that the Raiders might take where. Don't don't focus so much on an Aaron Rodgers. Don't focus so much even now talking about a Jimmy Garoppolo and paying him a lot of money. Maybe you know go go inexpensive at quarterback, 
you know, draft somebody uh, to, uh, at, at quarterback and invest in the future that way. And then just continue to pour assets money-wise um, and, and draft capital-wise, fixing the other uh, areas of the team. And I'm starting to get a sense that that might be what ultimately prevails in terms of their uh, decision-making and their planning. Yeah. I mean, let's, I mean, there's a number of ways, right? I mean, this is, I think when you take a look at the Raiders, based on what how things went with Derek Carr and just kind of the situation that they're in, uh, they're in one of the, I think one of the more unique situations uh, compared to some of maybe the other quarterback needy teams in the sense that you have a Devontae Adams in his prime. Uh, you want to maximize that, right? Um, so this, so that that's, it's just a little different. You, you have uh, win now kind of offensive talent, right? So there, there, there's there is a case to be made that hey it makes the most sense you know to bring in a veteran and try and compete right now but to your point Vinny we we know even Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be the quarterback of the future here right like Jimmy Garoppolo I think there's a strong case like I get him as a bridge I totally do we also understand he's not going to be the quarterback of the future here and Long term, you're going to need a, a franchise quarterback. That's the most important position uh, in sports. Is is this the year to, to go into the draft and to try and, and, and try and get a, fr- a franchise quarterback? I would say it's as good as any. Again, could you make a case for the other two guys? For sure, you certainly can. But if if that's the the route that the Raiders are thinking, and, and you you draft a quarterback, let's be clear: whoever comes in, whether it be a, a Jimmy G, be it an Aaron Rodgers, I don't think this roster. At, like the goal is to win the Super Bowl. You saw can't. You know what this division consists of. Kansas City, the Chargers, both loaded, and the Broncos now with Sean Payton, who if anybody's going to maximize Russell Wilson, it's him. Like this, you got to build a good team, and the timeline might not be right now. So, yeah, is is, is wouldn't it, does now make sense as a time to t- take a plunge and draft a franchise quarterback? I would say, or to try and draft a franchise quarterback, I would say that it's as good as any because because eventually you're going to need somebody. Long term, if the if the Raiders brass thinks twenty twenty three is the is the time to pull the plug or not to pull the plug, but to to, to go and and take a you know take a, a young quarterback and try and groom and mold that quarterback, um, then so be it because that's that's the roster isn't good enough as it is, and I don't think you're going to fix it per se in one off season. So what is the sense in paying an Aaron Rodgers sixty million in liquid cash if you don't think you can win right now as it is? Vegas. Get in on the sports betting action and get on the SCN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $100 on your first deposit. There's a new brand of water out there that looks just like tall boys of beer. On the latest Vegas Nation podcast, my guests thought it was malt liquor, but it's really a 22-ounce can of pure liquid refreshment. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps that's available in still, sparkling, and three flavors. And it's called Liquid Death. Liquid Death's tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Did you know plastic isn't actually recyclable anymore and more plastic than not goes just to the landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and profitable for recycling facilities. My favorite is the Liquid Death Severed line because it gives me that pick-me-up I need in the middle of the day when you feel like you're dragging and you won't make it to the final bell. 
but this is crisp and refreshing and the taste perks me right up and gets me through my day. So go get Liquid Death at your local Smiths, Walmart, Sprouts, and Terrible stores or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. Do you think in that scenario, could you could you stomach, could Raider Nation stomach, um, you know, uh, maybe even rolling with a Jared Sidham in 2023 uh, um, and, and, and maybe developing a quarterback uh, b- behind him? Um, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, is that is that suitable enough? And because and, I because I, I, I do believe that there's just getting the sense that you know there's there's this real um focus on on really getting it right getting the roster right where it needs to be um you know and and not maybe investing so much right now in the quarterback and you know I'm looking at Devontae Adams's contract right now and uh there's an out after 2024 so he's here basically another two years 2023 and 2024 um you know and and he and they and they can easily walk away from him after that which i think is probably going to be the case anyway um you know him getting up there in age and the money you know um uh, after that look at let me look at his con- his, his his money goes up to in 2025 35 million dollars uh in a in it's not guaranteed but there's no way that he, they're paying him 35 million dollars in 2025 as a 33 year old wide receiver not there's no there's no way that that happens so you know even when you're looking at guys like Devonte adams and max crosby max crosby's a little bit different um a little bit younger but it's not like these guys are landlocked here forever it's just a couple more years and so do the raiders look at that and say um you know we're not gonna we're, we're not going to invest heavily at quarterback for these next couple of years uh, but give it a chance with the Jared Sidham and, and, and you know, uh, drafting a young quarterback. I just don't know. You might have to take a step back in that regard. And is Devontae going to be happy that? Are the fans going to be happy about that? Even if it might be the exact right thing to do. Yeah, and I think those are, I mean, I would imagine, Vinny, those are conversations that are being had. I think, no disrespect to Jared Stidham, he played an excellent game against the Niners, didn't look good at all against the, you know, looked good maybe for a drive or two against the Kansas City Chiefs, but the Raiders scored, what, six points? So going into a season in which you have a, a Jared Stidham or maybe like a Jacoby Brissett, right? Somebody that's also familiar with Josh Josh McDaniels, but at the, clearly at this point, a journeyman kind of backup spot starter quarterback. Uh, that's if that's if that's your starting quarterback in, in in a division with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and now Sean Payton with Russell Wilson. Look, twenty twenty three is going to be twenty. Like you're you're just not. You're not going to be very good in 2023. That's just the reality of the situation. Would the fans like that? I'm not sure. How would Mark, you know, I could, that would be a scenario, right? We saw at the end of the year, Vinny, once the Raiders were out of playoff contention, and even during the middle of the season, what that stadium looked like in terms of, in terms of opposing fans. Does Mark Davis want to sit through another year of that if it's the long term, what's best for the franchise? That, those are all conversations. That are being had. I do think what needs to happen, regardless of the quarterback position, um, and, and which is why I would be, you know, to your point, in favor of going young or going with a a bridge quarterback, is is you, you got to eventually start building this thing out long term, and that takes successive draft classes. That takes the right free agents and, and free agents with upside, and free agents that are here on value, and free agents that are contributing to building a winning culture. So. You know, that's it's it's a tough call. I personally, if I was cheering for the Raiders, right, I, I, I don't if I don't know. I don't think fans are going to be too happy uh, about going into a season with with an unproven 
let's say, bridge quarterback. I, I think there's a little bit more upside with it, with a Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to cost more. There's a little bit more of an upside with a Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo in the sense that, yeah, you're not going to win, but at least you have somebody that's been there and done that and knows what winning looks like and, and has experienced that. But that also is going to limit what you're able to do and how you're able to build this thing out long term. So it's a fascinating predicament. And, and look, the fan base, I, I mean, right, Vinny, there's a reality in which they might have to stomach a pretty gruesome 2023 or, or that, that's certainly a possibility if the Raiders don't invest in a quarterback, um, invest big money, go trade for Rodgers, bring in a Jimmy Garoppolo. You might be looking at a lean 2023, but in the NFL, you get a couple draft classes right, you can turn things around relatively quickly. Again, to your point, the Philadelphia Eagles a few years ago were, were playing in that week, you know, week 18 game against Washington. It was Doug Peterson's last game. They looked absolutely nothing like a, like a Super Bowl team. Two years later, you get the roster right. You have a couple draft classes develop, and now you're a Super Bowl contender. So, um, it's it's a super interesting question, Vinny. And and there's again so many I think factors that that go into this that make it such a, a compelling decision that the Raiders are going to have to make. Do you think it changes a, a little bit in terms of the perception of fans and maybe the excitement level of fans, and and or or or, or at least the willingness to stomach what potentially could be a not so great twenty twenty three season if it's Jared Stidham and the Raiders trade down, uh, get a couple more draft picks maybe, or or some, you know be able to to add uh, draft picks uh, in a trade down scenario and get Anthony Richardson and have him around him. Is that create like enough? Oh, okay. Well, I see what the plan is. You know, you go with Jared Stidham for a little while longer. You develop this this guy that has probably the highest ceiling uh, in the draft, um, and, and then you also you know uh, are able to save a whole bunch of money to be able to give to the defense and and fix the offensive line. It, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, it, is, that, is, is that a plan that you can sell? That's a much that's now there. That is a much easier sell because then you uh, for a fan base, if it's an Anthony Richardson, like you mentioned, Vinny, tons of upside. Uh, all the tools are there. Right. That gives the fan base something to be excited about that. That signifies, hey, that there is a a plan in place that this, that. The plan is to go with this veteran that's been in the system. They might not win a ton of games, played well, hasn't played well, um, but is, is 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 a veteran quarterback. You see what you have there. And then when Anthony Richardson or said rookie quarterback is ready to take over, then, hey, then you see what you have. I think that is is a much is a much easier sell. And and, and you pose um, something that I've always been a fan of, Vinny, which is trading back. Right. Like, I think there's a ton of value in, in trading back, adding more draft picks, adding depth. Building, building a, a team that way, the, the thought process being, look, if, if you're only trading back, you know, five, six, three, four, whatever X amount of slots, and you're still going to get a premium player, right? And in this case, it would be a Anthony Richardson. But if you have an extra fourth or an extra fifth uh, or, or an extra whatever, well, that's a, another swing on a player that could maybe be a starter, maybe be an impact player. Look at the Chiefs, Vinny. Uh, their running back, Isaiah Pacheco, was a seventh-round pick, and he was an – integral part of them winning that game so uh at this stage the Raiders need as many good players as they can at, at at all kinds of positions especially on the defensive side of the ball if you can get your young quarterback a quarterback of the future um solidified and you have a plan in place and maximize your resources then then I do think there's a sell there to the fan base they they, they at least have an idea okay this is what this group wants to do this is something that we can invest in and get behind and there's always intrigue with with young players I think big picture right zooming out a little bit the 
young young quarterbacks and how young quarterbacks have been able to have success in this league with talented rosters around them uh, creates a new a new team has created and kind of paved the way NFL teams um, elect to build and has certainly created widespread interest amongst us as journalists and amongst fans just in general. Everybody wants to see what these young quarterbacks uh, can do and what they can and how they can develop and grow. And bringing in a young quarterback uh, is so long as there's a plan, it, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Yeah, and and you know, and and for the for the well, what about the present um, uh, crew out there? And I get that, and I understand it. And you can never forsake uh, the, the 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 present. And I, you know, I just wonder if like a Jared Sinem uh, in this scenario can give you what you were getting from Derek Carr, maybe in a little different way. They're, they're two different quarterbacks, but if you can kind of get, or even a little bit better, who knows, maybe under, uh, you know, the understanding of the offense, kind of the, the chance taker that he is, I think he's a little bit more mobile. Obviously he can run. Um, he's, he played like a confident player. If he can give you even a little bit more than what Derek was, was, was giving them last year, um, and they were in a bunch of close games, then maybe they're still winning games, um, you know, uh, along the way. And it's not like, you know, just complete hopelessness, um, you know, that, that, that you're seeing out there. And that probably, you know, adds to the um, adds to the OK, we, we're seeing what the plan is. But, you know, at some point, then you have to get, you know, Richardson uh, on the field. Or is it a situation where you can even trade up? to go get cj stroud if you if you feel like he's the guy or somebody along those lines bryce young cj stroud uh will levis um if you really and truly feel like those uh you know are, are are the guys and to me even that is a is a is a sellable plan um you know for, for this for this uh fan base i'm, I'm with you Vinny. as long as a, a, a the Raiders are just have just moved on from a from their their franchise quarterback, right? A guy that was again that was with the franchise for nine years. You are at some point going to need um, another one, and if they feel like this is the year where if they, if you like your guy, if you have a guy and believe in him, and and, and they do trade up and think CJ Stroud's the guy, uh, then then we see how that can impact your franchise, right? And I, I know Mahomes is the big example. The Chiefs went up and traded got traded up for Mahomes, and it's it'd be naive to think that CJ Stroud or anybody for that matter. Is, is automatically going to be as great as Patrick Mahomes, who's already, I think, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time or continues to prove that that, that he is. Uh, but with that being said, if you like your guy, you got to go get him. Um, and, and I and if they feel like those three guys are a cut above, then, 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 then that's the move that you make. I just think also at the same time, it's, it's really hard to know. I mean, the best quarterback this year, and, and this goes back to situation and building out the rest of the roster, but the most effective rookie quarterback this year was Brock Purdy, right? Seventh-round pick, Mr. Relevant, who, by the way, when it was his time to go and his time to play, had a stacked roster around him, excellent offensive line, great defense, that allowed him to step in and do what he was good at instead of being asked to have too much responsibility right away. So uh, the, the good thing for the Raiders is that it, it, they have – the cap space, they have the draft capital to, 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 to kick around these options and, and to um, to be flexible and, and, and to, to, to have the they have the opportunity to trade up. They have somebody they have a quarterback on a team uh, that's been in the system and, and could be a stopgap. They have there are veteran options and they have cap space if that's available. So it's there's a number of options. And uh, and it's, again, at some point, a young quarterback is going to be the guy or is, is 
they at some point they're going to have to identify a, a future franchise quarterback. If that's CJ Stroud, if the, if the Raiders brass believes it's him, then I have no issue with them trading and doing what they have to do to bring him in here. Yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be fascinating. I just get the sense that you know, um, you know, while Aaron Rodgers makes a lot of sense and he might even want to come play here, and Aaron, I'm sure Devontae Adams uh, wants him to be on the uh, on the Raiders. I just I'm I'm a little bit uh, I don't know. I'm kind of getting uh, vibes where maybe that's not going to be. Uh, the direction that they turn a lot of things can change uh, obviously um, you know free agency is shoot we're about a month away really from from free agency if you could believe that uh, or not almost exactly a month away from the start of free agency uh, so um, there's it's gonna it's gonna be humming here pretty soon and then we're gonna obviously at that point uh, get a much clearer idea of really what direction the Raiders are gonna take and right now um, you know I think that they could go in a whole bunch of different directions but one thing is for sure we're gonna be right here uh, to keep everybody filled in. You know that um, here on uh, First Nation and, of course, Vegas Nation in general, whether it's our podcast, our photo essay, our great columnists like Sam Gordon um, and Ed Graney and Adam Hill uh, doing his thing and uh, the coverage that we provide uh, with Vegas Nation uh, for the Raiders to have you covered A to Z on a daily basis. Uh, we're going to be all over it. You guys know that. So, uh, you know, keep your keep 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 paying attention because things are flying. We're, we're waiting on Aaron Rodgers to emerge from the darkness. Uh, I would imagine that by the time we reconvene next week, uh, that'll already have happened. Uh, and maybe when he walks out, who knows? Maybe the first words out of his mouth will be just win, win, just win, baby, or something like that, and send some signal that you know he wants to come to the Raiders, or or maybe it's uh, you know uh, staying with the Green Bay Packers or retiring, or or maybe it's the Jet Jets. Who knows what what uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to say when he gets out of the darkness? But uh, whatever it is, uh, we'll be here uh, to report that and everything that's related to the Raiders. Uh, Sam, thank you so much for the great work that you do. Larry Muir, our great producer, thank you so much for everything you do to our listeners, subscribers, uh, people that uh, have been with us uh, every step of the way. We truly, truly appreciate it. And of course, uh, thanks to Station Casinos, STN Sports, the Las Vegas Review Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. We'll check back with you guys next week. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports.